0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Hey, this is Jay Harwood, special special edition of the Amazing Mets of on my podcast. Uh, coach, Bill Parcells, Hall of Famer. Thanks for coming on, Coach. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Jay. Good to be with yes, you. Yes, sir. So a little birdie told me coming out of Riverdale High School that you almost signed with the Phillies or the Red Sox. They offered you a big bonus,
2: but... Well, your- it wasn't too big. The, it was the Phillies. It wasn't the Red Sox. It was the Phillies. They did offer me a good bonus. There was no drafting that day, but my father wouldn't let me take it. He wanted me to go to college Right. first.
1: And you went to Colgate for a while, right?
2: Right. And then they offered me a little more the next year. And he, my dad, again, was adamant that I wasn't going to be able to play baseball. So I was very upset. So I'll show him. I quit school. You you quit school? Yeah, I quit school. And then I hitchhiked back to New Jersey. And he asked me what I was doing there. And I said, well... I don't know, I'm just, I, I'm discouraged. You won't let me play baseball. He says, well, you got three days to get out of here. He, he kicked you out of the ass? Kicked me out. So I, I went out west, and that's when the football started. You party. went to which,
1: was, was baseball really your number one sport? In college? Yes,
2: it was, yeah. I, you know, I loved that. I played it.
1: When what I was position seven, were
2: you? I was a catcher. Was a catcher? Seven or eight years old, I was playing on a town team. We played 40 games. So,
1: but I think it worked out okay. The football thing was good. Out, yeah. It worked, worked worked out okay. Yeah. What what um, you know you, you knew Buck our man, but you. Sure How did you first meet Buck?
2: Well, when I first really got to know Buck was I was coaching the Cowboys and he was managing the Texas right. Rangers and I went over there. I you know I like going to baseball games. Right. I've always my whole life gone. And that's where I really kind of got to know him the best. And then I saw him a couple of times when he was with the Orioles. Uh, I had met him when he was with the Yankees, but that was just a how you doing, and that kind of thing. But uh, I got to know him a little bit better and I was real happy that he was coming back to New York. And He's a good man, the Mets got a good guy.
1: Don't you think it's one of the major things, you handle the press so well, you have to be able to control the press and be the spokesman for the team. I think Buck is the perfect guy for us in that regard. I mean, he...
2: Well, you know, he's got a lot of experience now, and he's been with a few clubs. He kind of knows what the drill is, and he also, the best thing is, having been in New York, he knows New York. So that's the best thing for him, and I think the, uh, I think it's gonna work out well. I'm very hopeful. And you
1: struck out of a relationship with our manager, Terry Collins, do you see do a little Buck and Terry kind, of same kind of guys, old school guys?
2: I didn't know Terry quite as well uh, as I do Buck, and yeah, I definitely think they're old school guys, and they fit. That fits with me pretty good because that's what I am. But uh, I, th- I thought I liked Terry, and I thought he was, a, he was a good taskmaster, and uh, I think Buck would be the same thing. I think the Met, the Met fans are going to like having Buck.
1: We were just talking before, you used to go to a lot of carnival games, you said Yanni and Molina is one of your favorite guys. He killed us in 2006. He like he's he's for 40 years now, but he had a big home run.
2: What did you like about Yanni and Molina? Uh, just his dedication. I've seen, him since, I've seen him since he's been here in Jupiter, and that's 18 years now. I, I've seen him, I've watched him, I have a great deal of admiration for him. He is a dedicated craftsman, and... He's kind of the eyes, ears, and the heart of those Cardinals. And he, he leads the team. He handles the pitchers. I think he'll manage someday. I don't know whether he will or not, but I think he will.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're, you're a, tr- a trivia expert, too, at basically we Didn't, mem- I'm wrong. you memorized rosters or numbers, didn't you? The last time we talked about that.
2: Well, you know... When I was young, Jay, there was three teams in New York. Right. And baseball was the big the big thing. You know, pro football wasn't anything when I was a young boy. Pro basketball was just getting started, so baseball was it. And you know, they they were on television was first starting. You get exposed to them. Yeah, I knew everybody on all those teams.
1: Were you a giant Yankee or? Dying? I was a
2: giant fan. My father was a Yankee fan, so. That's why I was kind of right. opposite, and he, he used to give me a hard time all the time. Yankees were winning pretty much right. when I was 10 11 years old. They were, they were five straight, you know. So he would give me a little bit of a hard time. So I was trying to go against it.
1: But who's your? I mean, who's who, who your favorite team now? I mean, is there any one team's favorite? To... Well,
2: I root for the guys that I know. Right. So. You know, I know Tony Larusso very well, right. so I'm pulling for him now. I know Buck. Uh, I know Mattingly, but not real well. Right. Uh, not too many others. Uh, I know Davy Martinez. I've spent some time right. with him. I like him. So it's just the guys that I that I kind of know. I just I kind of pull for those teams.
1: Let uh, like a coach's question. Your second year. You were three and twelve, something like that. I think my first year. My first year. Do you think there's too much of a turnover now that people don't get a chance, whatever sport, to, to, you know, to get a good second year or a good third year or you know? Well, you
2: know, Jay, we have different kinds of ownership than we used to have. Right. And you know, a lot of them are businessmen. Their names on it. Right. They're they're in the limelight. They they want. They're desperate to be successful. And sometimes that, that creates a little sense of urgency. That's maybe unnecessary once in a while. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it seems to be. It's always been that way. It's uh, coaching, managing's been a tough job to sustain excellence at in in a lot of sports. But that's just the way it is.
1: Well, my two Super Bowl memories. I've been a giant ticket owner since 1958. Um, the Buffalo game, I was sitting on the other side of where um, Norwood kicked. And I remember saying to my friend Charlie, even if he makes a kick, it's a good year. Everything would be good. And it was, that God, it was a bad kick.
2: Well, well, I'm going to tell you a true story about that. I had a kicker named Matt Barr at the time. I remember, sure. who was a veteran kicker, and he knew the kickers in the league. And Matt and I could communicate without even talking. All I had to do was stare at him, and he would know what I wanted to know. When that kick was coming up, I kind of glanced down at him, and I looked at him. He said, Bill, he hasn't made one from 47 yards on the grass all year. He's going to overkick it. Really? Like swing it, get your hands in front like a a golf swing, block it right. Yeah. And that's just what happened.
1: Yeah. The other one in... in, um uh, Phil Simms' game, twenty-two of twenty-five. Any any better quarterback in a big game, you know?
2: I He he was magnificent that day. He he. You know, I loved him. I was very fortunate to have him. We were good for each other. We understood each other. I he could play on my team. That guy, he's an underrated player.
1: Do you see any parallels between Daniel Jones and I'm quickly correctly? Phil got hurt a lot. He, he got booed. I'm, in all the years of going to Giants, I never booed once, never did I boo once, but I think fans killed him, I mean, in the beginning, yeah. right? And now Daniel Jones is under the microscope. Well, he's
2: under the microscope now, and it's it's time to get going, so hopefully they can give him a little better reinforcements on the front line. You know, these quarterbacks, they all look the same when nobody can block for them. Right, right. So I think the Giants are doing their best to reinforce that, and... I think that'll give you a better look at, at Daniel. I'm kind of rooting for you know. I root for the Giants too. Yes, sir. So,
1: you said you, you the Giants' new GM show worked for you. I mean,
2: uh... <coughs> yes. Excuse me, Joe worked for me um, with me in Dallas and in Miami. So I know him pretty well. He's a serious football guy, and I think he'll do a good job. He's a serious guy. That's what I can tell you. Really, he's working at the job every minute.
1: Right, and he's a young guy. I mean, he turned it around. I like
2: him. He came out of Carolina with Brandon Bean, the B uh, GM of Buffalo right. and and Sean McDermott the Buffalo coach. Those guys were three Ps in a pod down there, and that's where they came from. What are
1: you thinking that both teams have draft choices in the top ten? I mean, do you think well, we, tackles guard? What do you think is at the high Yeah, see?
2: you know, when you got a high pick like that. I know myself, and I always try try to think, well, who's the guy out there that I think's gonna play for 10 years?
1: Right.
2: You know, if if you could find a guy, no matter who it is, doesn't have to be the fan favorite, just if you, you know, we had drafted Lawrence Taylor in 81, and we had Brad Van Pelt, uh, we had Byron Hunt, and we drafted Carl Banks in 84, and everybody said, what are you doing, what are you doing? Well that was the guy I thought might play 10 years and he did
0: yeah so hey Rob Bradford here you guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best the power of their data. was wasabi another boston-based championship team
1: you okay, what's your favorite lt story
2: oh no we haven't got time for those jay Why was take... it
1: the interception against detroit when he ran like 90 yards back oh no,
2: i know that but no <clears throat> i got a couple of them he he had a busted assignment against the carl it was a rookie year and he sacked the quarterback and i I call him over there, and of course he sacked the quarterback, but it, he was doing the wrong thing. He was supposed to drop into the coverage. So I told him, I said, hey, listen, we're, I wasn't the head coach at the time. I was a defensive coordinator. Yeah, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. I said, they're going to do this again now. So later in the game, same situation, sure enough, he rushes again. He's supposed to be in coverage. The curl pass is wide open. Yeah. This time he sacks the quarterback and strips the ball, and George Martin picks it up and runs for touchdown. Play wins the game. So they're all jumping on top of him, down the end zone, and I'm just looking down there, I'm staring, and he comes jogging up the sideline. And he looks at me, and it hits him. He says to me, he said, I did it again, didn't I? I said, yeah, you did it again. I said, the curl's wide open, we don't even have what you're doing. He gave me a little wink, he said, well coach, we got two sacks and a touchdown. We better put it in Monday.
1: <laughs> Let's,
2: That's right. Good.
1: You know, you had a The press respected you because you never bs him. In New York, isn't that an important part for the basketball? Well, I
2: just think you have to be yourself. Now, I had one advantage. I grew up there. Right. So You knew. I kind of had been exposed to what goes on with the media. So, I mean, I was less than perfect, but... You know, I tried to be candid. I tried to help them do their job, and I didn't feel compelled to tell them everything.
1: You don't really have to. I right? just only think if you respect what you do and you're being genuine, right? To, yeah. Did you true. do that? But this has been a real thrill for me, Coach. Longtime time Giant fan. Thank you for your time. And uh,
2: You're welcome, Jay. I, see- I, I appreciate your kindness over the years. Yeah, thank you. I hope to see you soon someday. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Coach. Thank